0: Alright fellas, we're going sober today. Cheers. Cheers to the Nestle oh, Life. Yes, yeah. Gotta <laughs> hydrate. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Alright guys, welcome to the uh, latest episode of Bitcoin Happy Hour. I'm your host, Colin Harper, and today I am with a very special guest, Andrew Yang. Uh, not the presidential candidate, but uh, still not an inconsequential uh, member of the Bitcoin sphere. He is with River Financial. They just launched recently. He's going to give us a little bit of information about uh, their company, uh, the niche they're trying to fill. Um, and we're also going to kind of branch that out into broader market liquidity and things like that. I've also got uh, recurring panelists with me. Yes. Christian Carrolls, also known as CK Snarks, host of POV Crypto, also does podcast stuff with us here at Bitcoin Magazine. Uh, But first, before we launch into this episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Uh, GiveBitcoin. GiveBitcoin.io is the only place where you can go to give Bitcoin to your loved ones, friends, and your coworkers, while also teaching them about the world's first cryptocurrency, why we all think it's valuable, and all the mechanisms that underpin it and uh, all the theories that kind of surround it. Uh, I've used it uh, multiple times to give uh, Bitcoin to my friends and my family. Plan on using it a lot this holiday season. It's Got a really clean UI, clean UX, um, and the educational material is going to be fire. They've got chapter one out right now, I believe. And I think they've got 11 more chapters that will come out on a rolling basis. So if you haven't checked out GiveBitcoin.io, Go check them out right now and use uh, givebitcoin.happyhour.io
1: HappyHour. hour. Happy
0: hour. Happy hour. Givebitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Use HappyHour.GiveBitcoin.io. That's our referral link. And uh, yeah, so tell them that we sent you guys. But uh, all right. So let's just launch right into it, guys. So as I said before, this is Andrew Yang. He is with River Financial. And I guess I'll let you kind of give the... What what do they call it? The elevator pitch? The
2: elevator pitch, dude. I mean, we're just a Bitcoin only brokerage with Lightning Network support. I think we're the best place to buy, sell and use Bitcoin and the Lightning Network for the long term investor. Um, Like we care a lot about our clients. Um, Like if if you have any problem, like we give you like live human support. You can call us. You can um, chat through the chat box. You're going to talk to a real human being. You ain't going to talk to a robot. And oh, so, nice. yeah, like, I think it's, like, really cool. Um, plus, like, we're super, like, we came out swinging with Lightning Network, PSPT, and native um, SegWit addresses. Yeah, so, so the so,
0: whole, all, all the new, all the new technologies bundled into one, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I see the Lightning angle, and that's the first thing that I'm really drawn to. But, like, yeah. why would I use you guys as opposed to, like, another, like, brokerage service? Like, what?
2: Like Coinbase or somewhere else where you buy Bitcoin. Dude, I mean, like, okay, so Alex, our CEO, I think he said it best. Like, we're not like a crypto company. We're like a Bitcoin financial institution that we're trying to build. Like, we want to bring legitimacy of uh, uh, Bitcoin. Like Charles Schwab of Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're targeting like um, high-end users. Uh, and we also want to help our clients stack sets with like recurring buys, you know. Um, but with Lightning, I think it's, uh, you know, one of the things we say is that it's going to, it's a, you should kind of treat it like it's in beta. But Mm -hmm. like in the long term, so this is just like the beginning phase, like the, you know, we want to introduce our clients to lightning, we want them to use uh, instant payments, we want them to experience that and feel that. And then, um, you know, potentially, uh, there might be some opportunities, especially for like fiat liquidity. Uh, Like if you're a lightning network routing node, um, Mm -hmm. rather than having to use a Bitcoin transaction to top up your lightning node with a submarine swap, just do it with fiat, right? Like why waste a Bitcoin transaction fee for that?
0: Okay, so basically, what you're saying is like people could go through like a look a, a lightning liquidity provider like Bitrefill, say, or some or like anyone, right? Um, they could basically go through River Financial to have that fiat liquidity, and they yeah. could just use a transaction on uh, River Financial's ledger and just have the Sats without having to go through all of the on-chain headache. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's pretty cool.
1: So I know that. Uh a lot of traders are excited about lightning yeah. inside of exchanges because a lot of times there's issues getting money onto the exchange. Yeah. Like you want to, you know, do something on BitMEX and you just you literally can't get the Bitcoin to confirm on chain fast enough yeah. for you to do your thing. So they want lightning for that purpose. It doesn't sound like you guys are really trying to cater to the BitMEX leverage crew like it is. Like why why do you why are you guys so interested in lightning if you're not going to be doing leverage and that kind of stuff?
2: Uh, we're interested in lightning because like you know we think it's going to help us scale Bitcoin, right? Like the more transactions we can put, put off chain, it's going to just ease like the IBD, like the initial block download, right? And so um, like we want to be like good actors. We want, like we care about Bitcoin. Like I think it's kind of like. Um, what you call uh, it's like a community resource that we all should like try to take care of and like like t- um, give our best foot forward when it comes to stuff like that right I think lightning is part of it um, but you know it, there might be a, a possible future for us where we um, connect large lightning network channels between exchanges and let people kind of um,
0: arbitrage I don't know uh, we'll have to like look into that. So you guys really want to be like, or not? mostly say what you want to be, but like one of the potential business niches for you guys is like this idea of being like a fiat gateway. Yes. For so yeah. you guys aren't wouldn't just be a routing and a liquidity hub for all of these uh, <clears throat> for all these lightning nodes and all these actors on the lightning network, but you could legitimately be one of the fiat gateways. So like, uh, are you guys uh, bullish on things like? Uh, like Olympus or like SparkSwap do you know these two uh, I know
2: like... Olymp- I know uh, Spark Swap. like what's okay,
0: Olympus, it's, Olympus. Uh, it's it's kind of similar um, I couldn't really get into like the technical nitty gritty because it's been a while but it was released by uh, by Jack Maulers um, oh yeah it will be released it will be released yeah 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 is it not I thought it was I thought you could use it today am i wrong about i think that? there's like
1: a wait list and they're working they're
0: working right it. okay yeah, yeah. yeah so basically what it is is like push payments yeah so where you can basically send like you know a wire transfer to a liquidity provider and they open up a channel with you and they push the balance to you right right so i don't know if like you guys are thinking about it in those terms or like how would you would it be as simple as uh let's say that i'm an exchange and uh i need to buy you know like or I don't know like buy or sell like uh you know lbt Lbtc like would I just like let's say I wanted to buy some liquidity from you, mean you guys. lightning, Bi- yeah. lightning? Yeah. or okay what, no, what, do, what do you guys oh, yeah, what do you I guys
1: call it. what do you guys call lightning Bitcoin
2: I call it lightning Bitcoin okay
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. LBTC, that's liquid. yeah that that's liquid yeah okay so let's let let's let, sorry uh, we need to get our definition straight so lightning Bitcoin yeah like if I wanted to buy lightning Bitcoin from you guys would it be as easy as that where I just like send you guys a check and then you guys open a payment channel with me to provide the liquidity or you send me some Sats on the Lightning Network. Like, what would it look like for you guys to provide that kind of liquidity for people?
2: Yeah, so uh, because we are custodial, right? Okay. Um, when you buy Bitcoin, you just buy Bitcoin, mm. right? And then so you choose whether you want to withdraw that Bitcoin on-chain or through oh, Lightning. okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I think there's a space for SparkSwap and Olympus. Like, those are... Th- I think are for more like technically minded people, uh, people who really care about like being non-custodial. And I think that's awesome. And I think that's great. But I think there's also, you know, if we want to reach the match mass market, um, it's just we can provide a better UI UX experience because a lot of these wallets are separating like Bitcoin and then Lightning Bitcoin accounts, right? And that might be confusing to the people. But um, for us, it's just one Bitcoin. You just have Bitcoin in your account and you just tell us how you want to withdraw it. Okay. And we can do that because we're custodial.
0: Okay, cool. And so, and uh, like, let's say I'm an exchange and I want to cash out of my Lightning Bitcoin. So can I send you guys, do I need to send you guys on chain or can I send you guys Lightning Bitcoin through, uh, through River Financial?
2: Yeah. Um, let's say you have a corporate account with uh, River Financial. Okay. And um, you want to cash out. Um, you would send a Lightning payment as long as there's enough capacity and then you right. can sell it right away. Okay. You can sell it right away.
0: Okay, cool. Um, and you said you guys are, are custodial. Um, who are you guys working with for custody? Uh, can, is, that, is that under NDA or is that something that you could talk about? Yeah.
2: So uh, I guess we should define it like custodial, meaning like we control the Bitcoin. We right. hold the
0: Bitcoin on behalf of our clients. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are the custodian and the, uh, okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Um, like compared to other exchanges, like how unique is the way that you guys like custody stuff? Um like, how
2: we custody. Things. Yeah,
1: like in terms of custodying uh Bitcoin, like is it a completely out of the box uh, approach? Like what's what's the how much innovation is happening, you know, from river?
2: I mean, I think we're we're pushing the boundaries of security, like making it we're raising the bar. Uh like a lot of our infrastructure is self-hosted and we put them in military grade vaults. And so I think that's something that um is like unique to us.
0: So um I kind of want to branch out from River Financial here sure. for a second because Let's I'm just like thinking what I was what I was saying earlier, like the Charles Schwab of Bitcoin or TD Ameritrade, but, you know, I take like any brokerage service, right? And we were talking about, you were saying how some, uh, you know, like with SparkSwap and Olympus, they're going for a kind of non-custodial. Yeah. Uh, Benton, you guys are custodial, obviously. Um, I personally think stuff like River Financial, I'm trying to think of some other ones, Um I mean... I think
2: Bitfinex recently added Lightning Network.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like Bitfinex added uh, Lightning Network, but I'm kind of getting towards like um, this idea of having a really polished and like buttoned up version to buy Bitcoin, right? Because like when I go to like... My father, and I'm like, hey, dad, like, you need to get some Bitcoin. Like, you know, he can go to Coinbase or Cash App or Cash App. But even those, for someone who's used to going into like a financial advisor and you're sitting down with someone and you have a dashboard with all the stocks and the market caps and all these other things, it still seems really. Like, minor league. Do you know what I mean? Like, something like Coinbase or Cash App feels like, oh, this is kiddies playing with their, yeah. like, magic internet beans or whatever, right? So, for something like River Financial, it, it gives Bitcoin a good look for these people, right? And I think, like, Grayscale Bitcoin also did some stuff there right. where, like, it kind of feels like you're getting... And I mean, they have a crazy premium, which I don't know why anyone would pay that. But, <laughs> um, you know, it makes people feel maybe a little more comfortable. It makes them feel like, oh, okay, like, this reminds me of, uh, you know, more traditional investment vehicles, so, um, I guess uh, I just kind of want to get your idea on, you know, besides River financial, what are some other companies that are kind of doing stuff like this? Because I feel like 2019, we've seen, um, you know, for lack of a better phrase, like buttoned up Bitcoin, become more of a thing, you know, there are more ways for people to buy it, that feels kind of more like a traditional asset class for the people who aren't going to want to do their own custody, they're just going to want someone to custody it for them, just like they have their stocks held in a brokerage account at Schwab, etc.
2: Yeah, I would say, you know, uh, maybe Casa Hodel, uh kind of targets this um, people who are H&Is and um, people and maybe even like BlockFi might be targeting that demographic. Mm, that's another good one. Yeah. But I think, you know, from a retail like buying Bitcoin perspective. You know, we, I think that's the, the gap that um, Alex and Andrew Benson um, saw in this space. And I think that's why uh, we're offering um, a lot of, like, financial tools. Like, um, yeah, we're going to uh, hopefully by the end of the year roll out something called, like, performance tracking, like, cost-based cost tracking charts and stuff. Okay. And that'll make it, like, really um, – that's the kind of stuff that um, people who trade on stock exchanges are used to and comfortable with, right? right. And that, that helps, like, um, set up their taxes, like, later on. And so um, I think we want to bring a level of uh, like standard when it comes to like buying Bitcoin and financial services.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the other thing that I like about this is this is like for retail investors, yeah. right? Like I feel like every time you have like a good polished and clean um, traditional finance type uh, on ramp for Bitcoin, it's always for the it's always for the accredited investors, right? So like your average Joe doesn't have a way to buy in that they feel protected, Right. Um, And you know, again, Coinbase and Cash App, great things for these for like the average person. I personally love Cash App. Um, But I just think that that whole idea of like a a, uh, really clean uh bitcoin on ramp for the suits i think that that can't be overstated well honestly. i think
1: my favorite thing about this the whole the whole platform and the idea is just like thinking about dollar cost averaging first like yeah, yeah i love thing. cash app but you still can't dollar cost average mm-hmm. like i'm trying to you know help friends dollar cost average and you know it's a lot of like hey reminding them to to do it or whatever so, um it's just very manual um so being able to set and forget without getting gouged on coinbase or uh, and Gemini or whatever, the people who, who, who also offer those um, and doing that Bitcoin only, I think that's like, that's really um, the, the biggest impotence to, to to try out river.com for sure. Yeah. Um, what, what other topics do we have? Um, some <laughs> exciting stuff happened this week. Did it? Yeah. Um, Z Man. Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah uh, square exciting. Crypto?
0: Yeah. So Square Crypto. I mean, Square Crypto out here just like bootstrapping open source development because they they this is coming off an eight hundred thousand or a hundred thousand dollar grant to BTC Pay Server Foundation. Yeah, which is cool. And so then, yeah, so
1: wait, you give, give us the details on on this uh, um, on so, this grant.
0: So I actually don't know too terribly much about uh, about z-man i mean i know who he is so but. z-man
2: is like an active like lightning he's like really active in the lightning dev well, mailing list he he she right them, um, them, them.
1: They, so they, that they, he's
2: a pseudonymous individual dude yeah. and like yeah we don't know where he lives we don't know like who he is or um and so it's just funny like his his name on the lightning dev mailing list is like a hash it's kind of it looks like a hash and so at the Lightning Conference, um, I think people just calling started calling him Z-Man. So Z-M-N, like that's like the first three letters you see in his like uh, pseudonym. And so we just started calling him Z-Man. And uh, yeah, Square Crypto decided to just like um, fund this guy. And I think
0: it's like super dope. Does anyone know how much it was? Because I like, from all of the like,
1: all we know is that this individual was working as a developer somewhere else that had a day job and yeah. square crypto enabled the individual to quit the day job and work on lightning full-time yeah and this is the only like this is one of the things that's only possible through trustless digital cash because they could present an address or an invoice and they get sent bitcoin and that's it no questions asked you don't need to know anything about them um, so it's a it's pretty amazing example of you know what this technology enables as well as, like, it, this is again, like, another like proof that Bitcoin is not run by one company yeah. or anything like that. I, like, I think, you know, there's, it, it's permissionless to get involved and make a difference in Bitcoin. And it I is, think that was
0: one of the coolest things, too. Like, bar getting hard cash in hand, like, a Bitcoin payment is like the only way that you could fund something like this completely anonymously right and not have to dox the person involved Yep, like can't do that with a gofundme can't do that with a paypal you know can't do that with like a credit card debit card processor um and uh i just think it's just such a beautiful testament especially to the people who are just like like people forget this but most of the best developers in bitcoin sacrifice their time to work on it. Yeah, right. They don't
2: really get paid. No, they it's don't. It's kinda hard.
0: Exactly. And that's why like I think it's ridiculous and like Ethereans try to dunk on Blockstream. It's like if you were the best I mean like I kinda get the fears there. Yeah. But if you were the best and brightest developing Bitcoin and someone came to you and said we will pay you X amount of money per year to do this full time.
2: And you get to you get to choose your focus. Exactly. Like, like
0: you know, like that seems like such a no brainer to me. It's like, you know, kudos to Blockstream for being one of the first companies to have enough funding to be able to do something like this. Now, we definitely want to branch the development outside of Blockstream. And that's one thing that I love about what Square Crypto is doing. It's not a bunch of money, but it's enough allocated towards the projects and the people that matter for it to make a difference. And I think especially I just think it's also beautifully uh, symbolic that they're funding a Lightning developer. Yeah. Like 2019 was the year of Lightning. Like we didn't Get a bunch of. We didn't get the adoption that some people probably wanted, but a lot of the important, uh, f- the foundation is being laid. The cornerstone is being laid to build on top of.
1: So I have a hot take about what 2019 was the year. Of. Okay, what was the year? I think I think it was the year of the Bitcoin clubs. The Bitcoin really? Plugs? Yeah, I think I think Bitcoin took over the shitcoin pitch, and now we have the Bitcoin clubs. And I, think I don't that's think that's people don't quite understand the magnitude of, like, the fact that like bitcoin took over the shitcoin bitch like there there are people who just care about number go up and all this stuff and they're just beating on the bitcoin drum now and like you'll see people complaining about it online but just like like we got the freaking ripple trolls like they're on bitcoin's team now yeah and uh, i think bitcoin's memes are just getting mass
0: mass conversion
1: whatever they're just getting bitcoin's memes are getting more potent and like they're effective as fuck uh so bitcoin's the years 2019 year of the bitcoin clubs
2: yeah, I mean, and you even see it in the companies too. Like Hostel I think this year made a recent um, uh, saying like, you know, we're just only going to focus on Bitcoin. Um, you have like yeah, Open Node. You have us like River Financial like give Bitcoin. Um, all these other companies that are just focused on Bitcoin only.
0: Yeah. Radar had their Relay, which is an Ethereum product. And then they recently launched ION. Yeah. And I'm talking to a lot. Like, I'm friends with one of uh, their dudes who works there and kind of in contact with the team. And I get the feeling that like they're they really, Bitcoin. yeah, they're really moving towards the Bitcoin focus. I mean, yeah. we're also kind of a testament to this. Like Bitcoin Magazine covered, you know, shit coins in 2017 and for um, a lot of 2018 as well, and then we were eventually. Colin Harper's like, a testament to this. Yeah, I dude, I I'm a hard converter. We were talking about this before the pod. Actually, That's funny. Um, yeah, man, I was like a big shitcoin guy. Like, I didn't know any better. Like, I entered the industry like in the bull run, and so I didn't like. I was literally like, when people tell you it's like shitcoins are bad because like people waste time on things that are like infeasible like I was literally that person mm. like got all the shit coin pitches ate all the shit coin lunch you know um and then I started working at this company and then people really started you know once you hammer home like once you hammer home bitcoin fundamentals to people I really do think it's just a matter of time before like their old uh you know their kind of old notions of the industry start to get eroded away because once you actually are confronted with uh, arguably I think we could all agree with this the only project that has kind of proven itself as being worthwhile and in the sense of like you know if i had to bet on one about being here 20 years from now bitcoin would be the one that i bet on like once you're presented with its fundamentals and its development it's very hard to argue with you know like i think ethereum is like the closest thing it has is like a close second like it definitely is but that's the thing is it's still even distant there right you know like and a lot of ethereans you get upset about that but it's just like Bitcoin, I try so, to explain this to David, it's like Bitcoin has proven that it has a use case. Like other coins haven't proven that yet. Yep. 100%. You know? percent And it has a narrative too, a very clear narrative. But of course we believe that. Cause, yeah. Because we're, cause we're, in the cool. <laughs> we're yeah. indoctrinated. But like
2: uh, the something I'd like to highlight is that, um, you know, the Bitcoin community is actually pretty forgiving. I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people realize that. Um, like for example, like I used to work for an ICO company, I think back in like 2017 or whatever, mm-hmm. Right. And um, it's because like I was trying to get into the space and then, you know, trying to get involved. And, uh, you know, I was like kind of open to like um, tokens and all coins and all that stuff. And, you know, as I was like applying to other companies, like prior to River, like I was talking to Bitcoin companies and I was like, I was like kind of ashamed to share that, like, you know, I was working. I used to I did work in the token ICO company. And they're like, dude, we get it. Like it happens. Everyone has a past. Like they have their own journey. Mm. Um, you want to work in Bitcoin now? That's cool. Let's like talk. And so that was like a really cool experience for me as yeah. I was going through that journey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it really is a community where it's like once you admit. I think one of the things for me is like if you're arguing with someone and you get bested and you admit I had a bad argument or I was ignorant to information that you gave me that like just came to light and you admit where you were wrong. They absolutely are forgiving. Like they'll yeah. say, you know, like, like they're
2: so quick to forget. Yeah. Like,
0: especially on Twitter, like
2: just be like, all right,
0: I was wrong. <laughs> it's when you double. And then it's done. Yeah. It's when they're you done. double down when you don't know what you're oh. talking about or act like an asshole. Yeah. That's when you get the Maxis trolling you. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's where. And I think for some people, it legitimately is they either don't see that they're wrong or it's so subjective that they, you know, who, you know, what is wrong in that situation.
1: Hard cold. What, what, what do you think of the word Maxi? Hot or cold? Yeah.
0: Maxi or maximalist? Maxi.
1: Specifically. Oh, I'm called a maxi. You're called a maxi? Yeah. You don't, you
0: don't like it? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm lukewarm I'm, on it. I think, like, the reason why, like, you know, especially, like, ETH heads love it is because it's, like, a maxi pad, obviously. Like, that's why they like saying that. Because they like to act like... Which is, like, kind of funny. It's Like, kind of, like, vague. Like, very sexist for, like, the camp that claims to be more, like, socially progressive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I like maximalist. I don't really mind Maxi. It's like whatever. Mm, I don't
1: like maximalist, but. Oh, yeah. No, you just, don't like it? I just like Bitcoiner.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bitcoiner is definitely better. I mean, maximalist is a pejorative that we've, like, you know, kind of adopted and, you know, made our own, which I think is like, there's a powerful statement in that. I, I think, think that's
1: happening to Maxi, too. You think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just, you were just saying it. Yeah, you're already like, oh, there's the maxis, whatever. There's yeah. the maxis. There's just a
2: nice abbreviation. The subconscious, like we don't even realize it <laughs> yeah. it's happening. <laughs> it's just an It's just an breeze man. Oh, jeez. Never say that again. <laughs> no, but you have a, you have a good take on bitcoiners. Like you say, uh if you hold bitcoin, you're a bitcoiner.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
2: I like that. I like that perspective. I mean, but is that true? Most
1: though? altcoiners are also bitcoin If I
0: hold an, if I hold Ethereum, does that make me an an, an eth head or do an you Ethereum? hold Bitcoin? I do kind hold of. Bitcoin. You're a Bitcoiner. But I guess even if you s- hold Ethereum. Oh, well, yeah. I mean the right.
1: thing is, but being an Ethereum is defined by being a part of the Ethereum community to some degree, whereas being a Bitcoiner has nothing to do with being a part of the community. In 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 fact, you can be completely you can be completely uh, I guess antagonistic to Bitcoin and still be a Bitcoiner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I guess like it doesn't
1: even <laughs> matter. If, like you can be building competitive <laughs> technology, but yet you are still a Bitcoiner, which but is I just guess proven what Bitcoin is. That's my
0: question though. It's like but so if Ethereans can hold Ethereum, but not be Ethereans? Why can Bitcoiners hold Bitcoin and not do any, or sorry. Why can uh, people who hold Ethereum, but who aren't involved with anything, not be Ethereans, but people who hold Bitcoin and aren't involved with Bitcoin at all are still Bitcoin. I'm not like even Ethereum. trying to
1: make that argument. I don't give a shit about Ethereum. If you hold Bitcoin, <laughs> you're a Bitcoiner. Well, what if I hold like- one, You can call me an ETH head. I don't give a shit. What I if, if I hold Ethereum. like
0: 0. 0.1 Bitcoin and like 90 ETH? Am well, I still a Bitcoiner?
1: There's the best Bitcoin off the market. Let's skin the game. If Bitcoin 100 is, you're gonna fucking be super stoked you have that.
0: You're one of the biggest maximalists I know. I'm a Bitcoiner.
2: <laughs> See, that's so that's so interesting that you like you said that because I feel like uh, maybe the traditional understanding of what a maximalist would be like like screw ethereans like yeah. yeah if you if you hold like one ethereum you're not a bitcoiner like I, I, that's like the hardline stance that i would say yeah but then They're but then you the just you just like me, it in a yeah different way. i think it's so me, interesting
0: i think for me it's like maximalism for me is do you believe that bitcoin this is just my personal definition do you believe that bitcoin is uh the most superior iteration of cryptocurrency in terms of decentralization liquidity and use case If you say yes to that question, then you're a maximalist. Interesting. But like I can still be bullish on, I'm not saying I necessarily am, but I can still be bullish on other developments like Ethereum and think that maybe something will come of them, right? Like I can still be a maximalist and admit Ethereum may still be here in 10 years. Hmm. Do I think Ethereum is going to capture like every market in the world and that we're going to be tokenizing our children in 20 years? Like, no, I don't believe that. Like the Ethereans who say like Ethereum is just going to like, you know, absolutely... Uh, transcend Bitcoin's market cap because it's a totally new financial system that everything's going to be built on. Like, I don't believe that's going to happen. But Maybe it finds a use case, and maybe it's still around. I think
2: a better way to phrase it is like: Will will a coin like Ethereum be relevant? A coin can exist in ten years. Fine, you just run like two three nodes; it's still running, yeah, It's point. still existing, right? Good point. Yeah. Nobody cares about it, but is, yeah. will this still be relevant? Yeah, I guess
0: I should say that: Is it statistically relevant? Like, is is the network seeing like serious use, and is there actual real liquidity, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, that's why I always say that's why I'm a Bitcoin maximalist personally. Is because I believe that Bitcoin. He outed himself. Through yeah, <laughs> sorry, I, like in case you couldn't tell. Yeah, but like between um, it's uh between uh, technical stress testing, between social tests, and all these other things, you know, it's uh, it's proven itself to have clear use cases, and I think it's going to be around. It's hard read, n- hard money, baby. Let's go, hard money. All Are
1: right, you- uh, we got to wrap it up. Do we want to talk about BTC Pay? And uh, the uh,
0: let's do a quick. Quick, yeah quick so minutes, i mean it's kind of fun
1: for those of you who haven't seen uh russell coon who is a clear part of the bitcoin community yeah now is. is rocking btc pay cleats now for the second game in a row um so on mainstream media on cbs or fox or whatever when you're watching a chargers football game you zoom in you can see a lineman wearing Bright green cleats and they say oh, btc pay on them they stick
2: out like crazy they, they do awesome
0: they're that's pretty awesome. they're pretty cool um like
2: on saying? twitter uh it says like the bitcoin cleats guy <laughs> yeah like, that's I pretty think that, that's great. Is, yeah it is and he
0: said that he's tweeted out like a bunch of people have like it sparked a conversation in the locker room again about oh, like what bitcoin is that's cool <sighs> yeah um let's go but for Moving some shaking, for some go. background for people uh the nfl has this thing called my cause my cleats and what it is is it's Uh, NFL players design or have someone design cleats for them and it's for just like a a, a cause or a charity so yeah like a lot of dudes will do like you know boys or girls foundations things like that Um, but Russell Okung did BTC pay server the decentralized payment processor for his Um, and it's just like a crazy shout out and I think it's like also um, like I just published a cover story about BTC pay today and I just think like I mean, they've had a fucking year, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it could be the year of BTC pay. I mean, but dude, it's crazy and the because they've been doing. I mean, they've had like fundraisers for tour and for HoloNot's legal defense that they got a lot of press for. They got the hundred k square grant. They've got other grants from like Satoshi's wallet and uh, some other people. Um, now they were featured on an NFL uh, field two weeks in a row. Yes. Um, and it's crazy. It kind of goes back to what we were saying about Z. I mean, these are just due to like literally, like I was talking to some of them, like Andrew, uh, he goes by Kooks or Cucks. Yeah, Kooks. Coo- 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 yeah. And uh, Andrew, um, Kooks, and uh, people like Britt Keller, Nicholas, Rockstar Dev, Pavlonex. Like they just like, this is their like full-time job. Like, and they consider it their full-time job, even though they're not getting paid for it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they're just putting in crazy man hours building out this stack, and it's uh, it's really inspiring to see. And I'm really happy to see that they're getting some love thrown their way because they deserve it. They do deserve it. BTC Pay is a great product. And they didn't they didn't
2: pay for anything like for Russell Coon. Like that was there's no no financial totally. transaction. It was just Russell was like, I love BTC Pay. I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna design it myself and do it.
0: Totally organic. Hey yeah. Russell,
1: win orange cleats. If Ooh. you're gonna be Bitcoin clean man, you gotta get
0: orange cleats. Let's I like go. it. That'd be dope all right y'all well we've got an event to get to so i think yeah. that wraps it up yeah cool. let's wrap it up so uh before we leave andrew where can people find you on twitter uh you can find me at eCurrencyHodler. hodler where can people find you
1: at ck snarks and at pov crypto pod take a listen and Ooh. you
0: can find me at as i lay hodling or you can just look up my name colin harper 1l and you'll see me around in bitcoin magazine as well But anyway, that concludes this episode. Thanks for joining us, Andrew. Really appreciate it. That was a great talk. Yeah. And thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, Tune in for more podcasts and more content for Bitcoin Magazine. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, guys, and Merry Christmas. Cheers. Done.